This is the Prayer Culture Podcast, where we talk about building prayer into the lives of Bible-centric churches and individuals. I'm your host, Michael Green. I have a background in missions to the Islamic world, as well as being the founding member of Puramore, a ministry that is dedicated to developing a deep culture of prayer within local churches and communities. My co-host, Patrick Rowe, is a board member of Puramore, as well as being a longtime church planner in the greater Houston area and Thailand. This is the Prayer Culture Podcast. As a reminder, the Prayer Culture Podcast is a ministry of two or more, which is a crowdfunded ministry. So if you enjoy this content, please check out our website and giving page listed in the description. Also, when you have a second, hit the like and subscribe button. All right, we're back with Denny Dillon and uh, I'm really excited about this episode because every time you get to share stories... It's just so exciting. Yeah. And so every once in a while, we try to do a stories episode where we talk about examples where we've seen God move. And so today we're talking about how God has moved in healing. And so, Denny, I'm just going to ask you to tell us a little bit about your experiences where you've witnessed or been a part of miraculous healing. Yeah. I Wow. I have had the wonderful privilege of seeing God move supernaturally in uh, some lives. And uh, you don't go away from that the same. I remember uh, one service at our church, a Sunday morning gathering. During the prayer time, I had uh, asked our associate pastor to lead lead that prayer time. And uh, so people were coming forward um, to be prayed for and uh, one dear lady, a very key a member of our congregation, came forward. She had been uh, diagnosed with, there was really no term for it other than bodily tremors. She shook, and one would have thought, you know, she had uh, some type of uh, muscular dystrophy or I'm trying to think of Michael Michael J. Fox's uh, disease. Anyway, she she had tremors. It's she, Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Yes. One would look at her and say, "Well, she's got Parkinson's." But the tremors, uh, and the doctor said, "There's nothing we can do. There's no cure, and you're just going to have to learn to live with this." And so that particular Sunday morning, she came forward and wanted the congregation to pray for her. And so there were. We invited some of her friends there uh, to come forward and lay hands on her. And um, this is what I call audacious faith. Bob made a statement that floored me. He said, we're going to pray until. And so you have 30 people surrounding Cindy, a congregation, house full, and your associate pastor goes, we're praying until this lady's healed. So I just thought, okay. And I, I was there up front, and all of us had our hands on Cindy, and Bob began to pray, and others prayed. And there was a volume of prayer. And these people loved Cindy, man. They were just really bombarding the throne for her. And about a minute and a half in, someone said, she's getting better. And, you know, we all had our hands on her. You could feel her, the tremors under your hands. Wow. And Bob said, keep praying. Let's keep praying. And, and it was probably three or four minutes of 
a volume of prayer. And those tremors absolutely stopped. And that was 10 years ago. She's not had a tremor since. Amen. And and so when healing takes place and you want to report from the doctor and all that, you know, you you want to see it. Well, we felt it. Wow. <laughs> you know, I felt a little bit like the Apostle John when he said, we have seen, we have touched, we, you know, we had our hands on her and we felt her body grow quiet and the tremors were gone, never been back in 10 years. And so... What's cool is Cindy was recently miraculously healed from breast cancer. Yeah, and her her doctor took the tests, the MRI and the x-rays, to eight doctors, eight cancer doctors, look at her report, and they all said, there's nothing there. We don't see it wow. anymore. And uh, and so, yeah, God's, God's really blessed her. So that one specifically, did you guys just say, hey, over time we're just going to keep praying for and praying for? Is that how it worked or with Cindy? No, not the second time. We, we didn't even pray for her. Um, she just got healed. I think she prayed for herself. <laughs> <laughs> she and her husband prayed together. She may have had uh, another church pray for her or something. I don't, I don't really know. But, well, Jesus uh, says the Lord knows what you need, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> one other quick story I, of, what I, again, what I call audacious faith. We had a man in our congregation who was 90 years of age, and he, he went into the hospital. Uh, physically, he, his body was failing. He lived a long life, wonderful Christian. And um, I went to the hospital to see him, and the, and the room was full. Uh, his niece was there and nephew, uh, both involved in ministry. And, and so they had prayed for his healing. All his family and friends around had prayed with them. I prayed for his healing, and we were just standing, visiting in the room. And he—I don't remember exactly, you know, what his respiration was. I know his oxygen counts were way down. His blood pressure was extremely low. The one thing I remember, because I kept watching his heartbeat, and his pulse was 12 beats a minute— and so that's like every five seconds, you know, his heart thumped. I mean, he was at death's door. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't have faith that God was going to raise up this 90-year-old man. And yet I, I wanted to be hopeful and, and trust God. And so we were standing around. The crazy thing is his, two of his nephews were out in the foyer planning his funeral. I mean, yeah, they were like, well, everybody's in town, you know, can we do it? You know, and the nurse, the hospice, everybody was involved. I mean, it was obvious to everybody that this man was on death's door. Our church usher walked into the room, (laughs) and he knew Mr. Mosier because he greeted him every day, you know, and he still drove his car to church. It was crazy. And so... Like Brian is his name. Brian knew him well. Brian is an elevator mechanic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so like all the professional clergy had prayed their prayers. And Brian, Brian just, you know, he looks at everybody, he walks in, he goes, uh, is it all right for, uh, that I pray for Mr. Moser's healing? Could I do that, family? And, you know, everybody wanted to be polite, say, you know, sure, go ahead. And Brian prayed a simple but a 
an audacious prayer of faith, and he had to leave uh, right away. So Brian left, and 10 minutes later, we're standing around Mr. Moser's bed, his heart rate at 12 beats a minute, and family members planning his funeral outside in the hallway, and he coughs. <laughs> his eyes open, and he looks to his left, he looks to his right, he sees all his family, and he goes, well, I must still be here. <laughs> he sat up, and that man went home and drove his car to church for over a year. We, we wow. celebrated his 91st birthday. He was back to life as normal. His family decided, you know what, Grandpa, it's probably time you we take your car keys. And, uh, and so he, uh, he kind of slowed down after that. And bless his heart, he went home to see Jesus. But, uh, man, for months, he was his normal self right at, at death's door. And I, and I know God heard the prayer of faith from Brian. Uh, and I called Brian. I said, hey, Brian, guess what happened? He's like, well, praise the Lord. I, I, I knew God was going to help him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was a wonderful experience uh, to, be, uh, to have, have an eyewitness account, you know, and see what God did. It was powerful. Man. Ugh. Lord, give me more faith. <laughs> me too, brother. <laughs> that is awesome. I love that. Well, I'm going to share just a couple of stories. Um, thank you, Denny, for sharing that. That was, man, that's powerful. So I've had a couple, and one, I was pretty young still. I guess I was in my early 20s, and there was a young girl, and I was a gymnastics instructor, so she was in my class. She was like three years old or whatnot. And she got cancer and it had like wrapped around her intestines and stuff. So it wasn't operable. So I felt like the Lord just really encouraged me to really pour into this girl to pray just so heavily for her. And this, I can't say I had a lot of faith, but I'm like, I know God wants me to really invest myself in this prayer. Mm. So I went to her house with her parents. We prayed over and um, just really just intensely. And then I had a fast, an all-night fast um, with somebody else, and we prayed for God to work. And And there were a lot of people praying. There were a lot of people praying. So it, it wasn't just me. But uh, within a few weeks, her cancer had supernaturally shrunk, like supernaturally quickly to where they could operate on it. Mm-hmm. And the doctors were like, what? <laughs> so she, she's still alive today and praise God. Um, you know, she's older now and, but it's just, man, that was, that one was one where it was like, it, it didn't happen instantly. Yeah. It was more of an investment. Right. Um, so in Africa, I lived in Africa for a while and mm-hmm. it's inevitable I'm going to see something amazing. And I will admit when I first went to Africa, I was very skeptical. Um, I, I very much lacked faith. <laughs> and <laughs> so when I went, I, I, I was just skeptical because I assumed that a lot of miraculous things were shows to get money or extort money from people or whatever. Yeah, And so... 
we go to this village. We we go on this short-term mission trip up to northern Kenya where it's a pretty heavily Islamized area. Like they have Al-Shabaab training centers. It's very Islamic. And we go to a village there and we're sharing the gospel. And this lady gets wheeled in. And she's paralyzed from the hips down. She's on a cart. She comes, gets wheeled in, and she, the pastor preaches and she accepts Jesus. And so the pastor goes up to her and he prays over her for healing. No money, no show, no reason or way for it to be some kind of fake thing. And the woman walked out of there. Praise God. It was so powerful. I'm like, all right, Lord, thank you for, for teaching me to, to have faith in that. So that was one of the most powerful, like simple situations where I saw it happen. I mean, I was at a prayer meeting at a larger church in our area recently where they meet every week and it's a pretty big group. Uh, but somebody there had cancer and they had been praying over them for, I, I think it may have been just one time they prayed for her and the cancer was gone. And so they were celebrating that answer. So it's, it's that thing that's just so cool when that does happen. Yes. And having faith, like, I love how you talked about that. Um, you said audacious prayers. Yes. yes. <laughs> having that faith of Bob or Brian like that. I think God's going to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And for us to be open to the spirit when it is time, like with this girl, I knew that this one. I can't fast and pray over every single request that I get, but I knew this one yeah. I needed to invest in. Yeah. And God was going to do something. Praise God. Okay, so how about though the experiences when it's like you've prayed for something, maybe even you feel like I think God's going to do something here and he doesn't. Do you have kind of example of that where people were able yeah. to yeah, a couple, a couple of examples. It's funny because right now I'm experiencing an example. I actually had a friend, uh, an evangelist, uh, pray for me a number of years ago. I was having an issue with my knee, and uh, it would pop and crack every time I moved and bent that joint. And I, it was very painful, and I couldn't put weight on it. And uh, I, you know, I was in ministry, pastoring a church, and, and my friend was at our church. And he prayed for me, and I felt like it, it wasn't immediate, but over a couple of hours, I felt like my knee was getting better, and and I actually got up. This was on a Saturday night. I actually got up on Sunday morning. I didn't feel any pain, and I ran two miles just to test it. And I, and my other knee was hurting, but but the knee that had all the pain was totally healed, and. Um, the crazy thing is, though, now ten years later, that same knee is bothering me, and I've had, uh, I've had uh, a number of folk pray for me, pray for my healing, and and it's not happened yet, and uh, and so it's just um, you know it's just a matter of me trusting God and continuing to pray, and uh, a little bit like the friend at midnight, just you know continuing to uh, ask the Lord to intervene in, in that situation. That friend who prayed for my healing has prayed for thousands of people, and I know he's seen hundreds, perhaps thousands of people over a couple of decades of that kind of ministry healed, and yet he 
has a hip issue that he's not experienced healing. Um, so, you know, that God's ways are so much higher above our ways and his thoughts so much higher, as high as the heavens are above the earth, you know, so high are his thoughts above our thoughts. So, But Dan said something, this friend, to me, and, and I thought it made a lot of sense. He said, all physical healing on this earth is temporary because we're, we're foreigners here. This is not our home. Yeah. We have, we'll have an eternal home in heaven, and everybody will be healed. Come on. Um, and, and so, yes, there are times where we, we pray and believe for God's intervention, and we pray and pray more, and we just don't see God move. My little sister passed away of leukemia, and I remember uh, visiting her in the hospital, and her skin was so yellow, jaundiced, and she was so frail and thin. She lost so much weight, and I just, I pled for God to heal her. And our family and so many of our friends across the country were praying for her. And, you know, her healing took place in heaven. I don't understand why God heals someone and then someone else goes without his miraculous touch. But I do know this, that all physical healing is temporary because one day we're going to all die. And those who know and follow Jesus will go to heaven and be healed for all eternity. So that's, that's kind of how I, you know, I let God be God and every man a liar, you know. God... I, I've learned this. God does all things well. Come he doesn't on. make any mistakes. Come on. And um, whatever purpose God has in taking our loved ones home, our friends home, uh, only God knows that. We just have to trust God, that he loves us, that he's good, and he's always working for our good in every situation. He's a great God. Come on. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Man, yeah, that's... It's just in those moments sometimes. It's just hard to see. It's like, man, God. But, yeah. but you know, yeah. so I had a friend who his uh, granddad, like, basically raised him, and he was just praying and weeping for, for his granddad to be healed, and he wasn't, and it was like really difficult for him you know and so it's like you said god's always good always does the right thing and so when god allows a thorn in the flesh to persist my question is lord i'm going to ask you to heal it i'm going to trust that you're good and i'm going to ask you what you're teaching me in the midst of it man yeah those are the kind of three things lord can you please heal this I trust you if you do or you don't. <laughs> and what are you teaching me right now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I loved when Henry Blackaby said something to, to this effect over Lazarus and the fact that Jesus delayed uh, coming to Bethany and healing his friend. And Henry said something to, to this effect. When God is silent, he's getting ready 
to teach you something beyond anything you could have ever imagined. And of course, Jesus, that was one of his great I am statements uh, to Martha and to Mary. You know, they were saying, Jesus, if you had just been here, our brother would not have died. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Come on. Yeah. You believe in me, you'll never die. And, you know, the story behind that is, even if you die, you will live forever. Um, and now, of course, you know, Jesus healed Lazarus. And uh, not everyone sees their healing uh, in this life. But like you were saying, um, we trust God and, and say, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? What about you are you going to reveal to me through this experience? And man, God will show us he's good, he loves us, he's moving in our behalf, and he will work to the good, even in the most difficult situation. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that like, that, well, I mean, the revelation that God gave Paul in the midst of his affliction was really powerful. Mm-hmm. It's like, and Paul had some of the most powerful meetings with Christ going to the third heaven and all that stuff. And then he's like, I beg God to heal me. And he said, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. And it's like, yeah. Wow, that was a really powerful revelation that Paul got because he did not get healed. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things beneath. <laughs> Lord, help us yes. to do this. Amen. And at the same time, pray with expectancy. Right. That's the thing is that first element I mentioned, asking for the healing. I don't want to ask just expecting that God doesn't care or is he's just going to say no he's just not going to do it mm-hmm. or he's not really interested in it you know yeah. he's not really thinking about it because that's i tend to want to skip the first step like oh lord please heal this but he's probably not going to okay god is still good and what's the lesson i do learn but i want to pray with faith absolutely i want to have that audacious prayer too yes amen especially when i feel like the spirit's like i'm gonna do something start praying with audacity like bob <laughs> yeah and brian <laughs> and brian yes oh i love it well denny thank you so much for coming on again and uh, my pleasure to be with you michael yeah we'll uh we'll see you guys next time As a reminder, the Prayer Culture Podcast is a ministry of two or more, which is a crowdfunded ministry. So if you enjoy this content, please check out our website and giving page listed in the description. Also, when you have a second, hit the like and subscribe button.